The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. everybody this is the chance thanks for tuning in this morning and or afternoon or whenever you're listening to us on the espn chicago app but oh man what a crazy week i had and you know we started out the beginning of the week as you all know we're out with constellation uh, putting in those new fish cribs uh out at the braidwoods uh, lake a hundred of them once again, great job. Unbelievable people. They are so much. They've given they 1,700 new fish cribs in there over the years. But then we had, as I've noted all over Facebook, was that I was with the Ronald McDonald House Charities uh, Sporting Clays event that ran Friday and Saturday. And I can't even, I, I'm still not fathoming this. We raised over three hundred thousand dollars that's a huge jump from last year uh it, it was a magnificent time the companies supporting it with sponsorship a number of shooters are coming out and i've got to tell everybody this right up front the neatest thing that i saw was i saw more women wanting to learn how to shoot sporting clays this year than ever i would have to say at least 45 percent of the people there on friday were women who've never shot a shotgun went through some training learned how to do this and had a great time i it was just pure joy having them out there and having a great time and raising a lot of money i mean this is going to help all those ronald mcdonald houses where the parents can stay when their kids are in the hospital and uh, to stay close to the kids and they just uh, they are magnificent i'm so honored that i've been with them for 21 years and th- there are a lot more people work a lot harder than i was but i just they did a fantastic job but, you know, it's also October 1. That's the opening of deer season for archery, not just in Illinois, but a number of states. There's, you know, some waterfowl hunting going on in a number of states as well as Illinois. Uh, dove season still going on out there. We're going to try to keep it all bundled up for you. And we're going to talk about that today's show. We've got a pretty broad spectrum of things that could be on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. First of all, we're going to have Captain Tony sitting on the dock by his boat <laughs> on Lake Michigan because those high waves kept him off for a few days earlier in the week. And I mean, there were 14 footers out there. No, 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 no. We don't go to. No, 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 no. We don't do that. 
Then Roy Damaslecki, who's a wildlife biologist for the state of Illinois Department of Natural Resources, he's coming on to talk to us about what? Morning doves. <laughs> We're going to learn the science side of the morning doves, and uh, those are those little guys that when you're out trying to shoot them, you keep missing them, and you barely get enough. <laughs> But they're fun. It's such a good time. And then we're going to take a trip down to Wren Lake. Yeah, we're going to make the run down Interstate 57 down to get off at exit 77 and talk to Jennifer Zaletta from the Wren Lake Conservation District with their Wine and Arts Festival next weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend. Go there, do a little fishing, do a little wine festival. This is a great idea for the whole family to have some fun. And it's our first Saturday of the month, which means Tim Mondo will be on from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Uh, he'll be to, coming on and talk to us about all the neat fall items, programs, color walks, etc., 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 that are available to kids, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and more to come out and enjoy in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. And in our final segment, the Aiden Fishing Report from Western Michigan and more will be all available to you. Now let's hear from who else? Captain Tony sitting on the dock of the bay. Hey, bub. Hey, good morning, Josh. How's everything going out there? Oh, kind of plugging along, trying to get things going. Uh, Lake Michigan was not a nice person for a couple of days, has she? I would say about three to four days, you know, if you did slip out there, it was miserable. Uh, but, yeah, she got ugly there, and we're out there now. We're going to go fish some lake trout. Salmon are kind of sparse. There might be a few in the harbors trying to make their spawn motions and die. Mm-hmm. But uh, once in a while, we get a salmon offshore, silver, but mostly we're taking lake trout right now. Yeah, I know they're getting a few more salmon in, in the harbors and just outside the harbors uh, at uh, in Chicago area, but Waukegan was saying it's not quite there yet. You know, oh, I don't know. I haven't well, I haven't heard too many guys fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the winds kept them off the harbor walls, you know. But yeah. uh, even the guys up in K Town, you know, I haven't heard much from them. Mm-hmm. Usually, if there's King's moving in, you'll know right away because a bunch of guys will fish the front in front of that breaker out in front of Kenosha. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, no, no. The only thing I seen in our harbor at North Point was I cast it the other morning and I took a nice 24 inch northern and put them back in. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it was a 36 inch northern, what would have happened to it? No, I will put it back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> CPR, of course. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, I mean, the only way I like eating northern is cold water northern. Oh, okay. All right, that's, you know. Yeah. Water temp right now is about 69, 67, mm-hmm. starting to drop. Um, again, if you're going fishing, watch the weather, uh, check it, check a couple different apps. Uh, there's a couple different buoys still out there, uh, so you can go to that buoy website and see what the wave conditions are. Mm-hmm. So be safe out there. Exactly, because you get some, you know, and you can say, well, that picture doesn't look bad like I did. And Captain Tony said, wait, wait. And I went, whoa. And he goes, see? <laughs> Big old six footer, seven yeah. foot swell coming by, yeah. you know. Big old uh, swell. She did lay down pretty good. Uh, Looking like uh, this weekend's going to be really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, if everything stays the same, uh, it's going to be great fishing out there. Sounds good, Tony. Hey, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to uh, set up a, a trip next week, on a weekend, whatever, what's the best way? Uh, I would call the office at 847-838-2037. 
uh, leave a message. Uh, you can also visit me on my World Worldwide website at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Uh, it says chat. If you click on that, you can uh, actually email me instantly. And if I got time, if I'm not fishing, I'll respond to you. Sounds good to me. What are we all yelling, Diamond Ghost? Sitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> hey, ain't that the wrong city? Yeah, I know it is, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, good fishing, everybody, and uh, be safe out there. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or any of those water fun towable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing hunting and the great outdoors each one packed with how to and where to go information you can use all year long call 1-800-606-FISH inside each issue you'll find timely in-depth articles on fishing techniques hunting strategies equipment reviews and new product showcases fishing or hunting it's all covered what are you waiting for call 1-800-606-FISH When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Hey, fishermen, come to the largest fishing yard sale of new and used fishing gear you can ever imagine on October 8th and 9th at 3 South 375 Herrick Road in Warrenville, Illinois. From 10 a.m. till 3 p.m., you'll find new and used fishing rods, reels, lures still in their packaging of all types and even antique fishing items for collectors. There is something for everyone 50% of all proceeds will be going to youth fishing programs in the area. We'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700.
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Well, I got me a fast boat equipped to the max. Jail coat is she's my waterproof Caroline. She'd see her out on the flats. I got high-tech equipment, rides and reels and lines. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and yes, we are still in the lovely season of burning through shotgun shells, if you ever go dove hunting. (laughs) We're on the phone with Roy Damaslecki, who is a wildlife biologist for the state of Illinois, and I wanted him to come on to talk to us about those pretty... Lovely tasting, I have to say that. I mean, they just taste so well. You know, it's. It, I'm trying to think. It's. It's like eating a French fry to me. You know, it's. It's just they taste so good. But the the morning dove of Illinois and um, Roy, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> morning doves are an interesting critter. Uh, first of all, just a real quick question: Are they've been here for? Literally eons, right? I mean, they they're they're not introduced into the uh, you know continent of the you know North America, were they? Oh no, not at all. Um, they're they're a native bird. Um, you know, in North America, we have a few species of of native doves, and and some that have been introduced. But um, morning doves are certainly native. Um, we also actually it's becoming more and more abundant throughout Illinois. We have the Eurasian collar dove, and um, those those have been introduced, um, and they do seem to be. You know, expand, I don't know about expanding population so much, but it seems like there's more of them around at times in mm-hmm. certain areas, at least. And you know, and those um, those are available to be be hunted also during the morning dove hunting season. Um, they don't actually count towards your bag limit, but um, but you can you can harvest those in addition to morning doves. But but we do the law does say though that once you hit your morning dove bag limit, you have to you have to stop hunting at that point. You're not allowed to sit out in the field for more Eurasian collar doves, but. Um, but they can both be harvested at the same time. No, oh, okay. I, I didn't realize they, the other one didn't go against you. Really, don't go against your count because I'm just happy to get anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most most people aren't lucky enough to be in a situation like that where it's a big factor. But um, but yeah, I mean, some folks though are in areas where there's more Eurasian collar does, and they have more of an opportunity to harvest those too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, because they're not a native bird, um, you know, they're not really protected by, by wildlife codes. Well, they are actually protected to a level, but um, they're not at the same level as our native birds, so to speak. Um, so because they're introduced, we allow them to be, be harvested. Yeah. I mean, you visualize, and everybody, uh, a couple of weeks ago we were talking to a dove hunter, and visualize something about the size of a baseball mm-hmm. that a pitcher has thrown at about 90 miles an hour. You can't tell the difference at <laughs> 90 miles an hour. No, it's, it, yeah, it's pretty tough between those two. I mean, the, the Eurasian collar dove is a little bit bigger and light. More, more, most of the time it's lighter in coloration also. Mm-hmm. And morning dove, uh, the tip of the tail kind of comes more to a point, so it looks sort of like a, you know, an arrow or something maybe. Um, whereas the Eurasian collar dove, their tail is, is long, but it's also squared off at the end. Um, granted, at the, the rates those birds fly, it can be difficult to tell the two, so that's why hunters really do need to be pretty careful and make sure that, you know, when they do get their morning dove limit, that that's, that's, they're done shooting at that point. Mm-hmm. 
Of course, problem too is those birds don't fly in a straight line either. Well, um, no, which no, makes they it don't. more challenging. <laughs> That's what I always tell people. I said, if you know, you go out with two boxes of shell, you better bring a third one. You know. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the thing about morning doves is, I they're a resident bird and a migratory bird, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're officially classified as migratory birds, um, but you know there are certain percentage of them or numbers of them that do stay all year. Um, like folks, you know, in urban areas that have bird feeders, I'm sure see them all winter long. Oh yeah, I and, do. And the bird the bird feeders definitely help help them through uh, you know kind of rough times, but. Um, also, too, the, the urban heat island effect probably keeps things a little bit warmer for them, and also probably encourages a few to stay. But, but they're uh, you know most of them most of them are migratory, um, and it doesn't take a whole lot to kick them out of the area either. I mean, we get you know even a sort of a moderate cold front you know towards the end of August or into September, and a whole bunch of them will leave you know pretty typically. So they don't. They don't stick around for the for the worst of the weather, but but then again, you know, we do have some that you see into December and you know end up in the into the second segment of the season. You can certainly see them and, and harvest a few then too. So there's a lot of variability to it, um, which is true of a lot of bird populations. But you know, we have our local birds, and then you know, obviously at times we're going to be getting birds from farther north too that come through on those cold fronts. So um, you can you can have doves around pretty much all season. Um, and obviously, as we get farther into southern Illinois, there's probably more that stick around on a yearly basis, too, where the winters are quite a bit milder than up here. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the morning dove uh, season, is it's kind of a long one here in Illinois, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's two segments, and these are, you know, the state is not divided into zones like it is for other migratory birds. It's just one statewide season. So there's two segments. I mean, the first segment goes from September 1st to November 14th. So that allows a little bit of uh, morning, morning dove hunting along with the opening of upland game. And then it closes, reopening on December 26th through January 9th. Um, we found that there were quite a few hunters that liked to, it had opportunities later in the season and kind of like to be able to harvest a few, you know, towards the end of the season then. So we kind of opened that leader segment for those folks. Mm-hmm. So bulk of it, bulk of the harvest certainly occurs early and the month of September is probably the biggest. Um, you know, opening day and opening weekend is is definitely draws the most hunters to our sites and definitely is the higher highest harvest in our public areas without question. And I'm sure it's much much the same on private lands as well. No, oh, yeah, I, I would think so too. And and once again, you know, the it does as you said, it doesn't take much for them to push them from you know from north to south. What do they spend if if they don't find a you know, a room at the Holiday Inn in, in the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> you know, where, where did they? Uh, where did they wind up wintering? Uh, you know, it's 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 a, it's it's kind of a broad front, right? I mean, it's you know, it, it's going to be. It, this is very vague, but it's going to be point south. I mean, wherever they can find, you know, the type of habitat they prefer, which is you know, mostly op- open areas with you know, food source and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it isn't like they're going. You know, like a lot of our ducks and stuff are heading right to the Gulf Coast and that sort, of, that sort of thing. And it's a little bit different with doves. It's sort of a big, broad front. You know, they're a very, very numerous bird, um, by far the most harvested songbird in, in North America. So when you look at their, um, not songbird, but most harvested, you know, game bird in North America, but when you look at, you know, their, their wintering range, I mean, it's huge. It's basically from, you know, central Wisconsin all the way to the Gulf and into Mexico. So they could really wind up almost anywhere in the in the in between. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I find interesting about the morning dove is 
they don't just have one hatchling hatch a year, do they? No, they can. I mean, they they can have more than that. Um, you know, we um, we actually do um, some upland bird surveys um, throughout the state, and and we pick them up. You know, still singing on. We, we do two a year, basically, and um, you know, two two routes a year in the same route, um, and we pick them up on both of those. So they're still in active nesting mode. You know, for quite a quite a bit of time too. So that definitely helps their their um, production quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Gets more birds on the landscape. Yeah. Um... The state areas that I mean, and literally they they're all over the state that we can uh, hunt them on the state areas, correct? Yeah, there's quite a bit of opportunity for them. I mean, you know, we have a couple different opportunities. You know, we do have um, some site, you know, some state sites that are just simply open to dove hunting, um, where we're not actively managing them. But if folks are out there upland game hunting or just pursuing doves specifically, they're they're welcome to do that. Um, and then we have sites where we actually do have um, managed air, you know, managed fields for them, where we try to plant sunflowers and manage the sunflowers. So it's a it's a little bit higher quality hunting experience at that point. Um, and most of those sites did pretty well this year, actually. Um, you know, up here in the north, I mean, they all did fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where we had good sunflower fields, and it looks like this year we had pretty good sunflower conditions on most of our fields, um, with a couple of exceptions, but. That's another thing to kind of point out is, you know, we can talk a lot about migrations and continental populations of doves, but at the end of the day, it really does come down to a large degree on your local conditions. If, you know, if, we, if we're lucky and we can get the sunflowers in at the right time and they have time to mature, um, those, those years can be great on our state sites. But if we have really wet springs and we can't get crops in in time, um, then, you know, it becomes a little bit tougher for sure. Mm. Um, but definitely, you know, it looked like this year most sites did pretty well. Um, uh, a lot of them did usually between, you know, three to five doves per hunter trip, which is actually pretty decent on our public areas. Um, Iroquois actually did nine doves per hunter trip, and that's that's really outstanding. Wow. So, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a really good. And, you know, again, that's that's average per hunter, so that means, that means a lot of folks limited out <laughs> is what that tells me. Oh, gosh, yes. So, Gosh, it's pretty, yes. pretty impressive. But, it, yeah, all the sites did pretty well up here this year, so that was good to see. Mm-hmm. And it's an, it's an early season for them, which, uh, and once again, I said <clears throat> visualize something the size. I never thought about this, but the size of a baseball that is being thrown at 90 miles an hour. Now, they're not flying at 90, but if you feel like they're flying at 90 miles an hour. And, you know, they're zipping and dipping left, right, up, down. They could stop on a dime, it seems like. Uh, you know, they, they know when you're, you know, following them with a the gun, you pull the trigger, and they, I swear, I swear, they just, it's like watching, uh, you know, Top Gun or Maverick. You know, they they, they do this straight up, like, uh, <laughs> with an F-16, and, oh, got to let the shell go by first. Whoosh, okay, now it can fly again, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's truly amazing, but it, it does for all the world look like they can they can avoid the shot patterns at times. <laughs> I know. Just, and and if you if you become good at hitting the doves, then the pheasants are in real danger later in the season when you go pheasant hunting because they're faster, they're slower. I should say they're slower, they're fat, uh, bigger, and you're going to get your limit real quick because you've gotten that swing of the the gun and the aiming, et cetera, et cetera, which is kind of an interesting thing. Now, the the morning dove, I never thought about this. The, in North America, you know, a century ago, we used to have a, a bird called the passenger pigeon. Mm-hmm. This is not related in any way to the passenger p- pigeon, you know, biologically, is it? 
Well, they'd be in the same family. Okay. Um, like, like even uh, you know the domestic pigeons that are you know that are loose. I mean, those are actually related also. Mm-hmm. So, like doves and pigeons fall into the the same family. Oh. So they would they would have been related at least at that level. Um, so yeah, they would have been a related bird. Yeah, but I would never call a mourning dove what I call a domestic pigeon. I call them rats with wings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the same thing at all. <laughs> not the same thing. At all. Not the same thing at all. Well, I mean, this is interesting about this bird because there, there's a lot of information that I, I think people don't realize what we have here. Uh, they they don't realize. You know, yes, we have some, you know, Iroquois displays. Uh, you know, there's probably 15, 20 sites throughout the state. And if, if you go onto the Illinois DNR website, type in dove hunting, you'll find all this information. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the biological of the bird, you know, it, where it's been around, where it nests, what it feeds, like you said, sunflowers, uh, you know, the different things. The, it's cousin, the uh, Eurasian dove, uh, mm-hmm. which I think I saw in my yard last week. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Um, I mean, they're they're like I said, they're becoming fairly widespread now. We mm-hmm. pick them up on our upland surveys pretty regularly. Um, you know, when they first kind of appeared, there was some concern about them. You know, would they, would they be a species that would be out competing morning doves or be some sort of a problem? And you know, at this point, I'm not sure we've been able to say that mm-hmm. either way definitively. Um, you know, morning dove populations are still pretty robust, so I'm not sure that there's a, a great negative effect there. I mean, obviously, you never want to have a non-native species get established. Um, there's been history of lots of bad things happening with that. But, but you know, so far it seems like they're basically being another bird on the landscape, yeah. um, as far as we can tell. But I have to say to people, if you've ever laid in bed, wake up in the morning, you got your windows all open because it was a beautiful night to sleep, and you hear that, morning dove cooing you just find find yourself laying there longer listening <laughs> it is the most relaxing thing to listen to when they're in your you know just outside mm-hmm. your window they are really a unique and interesting bird uh that's what i love and the future of them in illinois looks pretty good don't you think oh yeah i think so i mean they're you know, there are populations, you know, they like any, any population of any animal, they fluctuate, you know, from year to year, here and there. But by and large, you know, when you look at the, you know, the large scale, you know, we, we, on the flyway scale, we manage um, warning doves by what we call management units. And mm-hmm. our, we're, we're part of the Eastern Management Unit. And when you look at the long-term trends, well, at least the more recent trends, it's been relatively stable. Um, you know, like populations down a tad from last year, but really not very much. So mm-hmm. I, I think you know the future for them looks pretty bright. They're, you know, again they're a very abundant bird. Um, and yes, we do harvest a whole bunch, but um, it is highly regulated. We have banding programs that yeah. allow us to assess the population, you know, condition and harvest rates and things. So mm-hmm. their their future does look pretty bright, I would say. Cool. Well, Roy, I want to say thank you for coming on and as a wildlife biologist and teaching us about that cooing bird outside my bedroom window you know for about two months of the year (laughs) (laughs) yes well you're very welcome happy to happy to spend the time (laughs) yeah and then then he says you know i'm going south john so you have a nice winter up here (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah at least they have that option (laughs) that's uh, that's right once again roy roy domaleski everybody thank you so much for coming on hey you're welcome take care You're, you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors
Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated Marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best Marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a Marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. In 95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For you can't beat this deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. Hey, fishermen, come to the largest fishing yard sale of new and used fishing gear you can ever imagine on October 8th and 9th at 3 South 375 Herrick Road in Warrenville, Illinois. From 10 a.m. till 3 p.m., you'll find new and used fishing rods, reels, lures still in their packaging of all types and even antique fishing items for collectors. There is something for everyone 50% of all proceeds will be going to youth fishing programs in the area. We'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Trolling, 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 Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Guess what? We're taking a little ride down the road. 
home to exit 77 and a little bit of heaven at the Ren Lake area. And on the phone with me right now, we've got Jennifer, uh, who is part of the staff over there at the, uh, what do they call that building, Jennifer? I just forgot it. The Ren Lake Conservancy District. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, uh, not this weekend, next weekend. Next weekend, seven day, put it on your calendar. What have you got going down at Ren Lake that I really, really, really should come down for? We have the Ren Lake Wine and Art Festival going on on October 8th and 9th. On the 8th, it's from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Sunday the 9th, it's from noon until 5 p.m. We have 10 wineries that will be there that you can taste their wines and decide what kind you like. And there will be some there for purchase also. We'll have several food trucks that will be there. And we'll have several, um, right now, over 25 vendors and artisans that will be showing off their homemade, handmade crafts and arts that they um, produce homemade. (laughs) But you also have, uh, one of the things about having, I mean, people don't realize how many great wineries we have got. <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody how I know how many great wineries we have in Illinois. <laughs> but, you know, you have so many great wineries down south. And, I mean, literally one that's, you get off at exit 77, and I'm not dissing anybody else that's it's going to be at the, the wine festival, but Pheasant Hollow is right around the corner there. Correct. You would turn left. When you get off at exit 77 and you go to the stoplight and make another left and the entrance is right on your left. Right. See, I've been down there. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> and I say left, but if you're coming from the south, it would be right. That's so. right. It's exactly. If coming from your house, you go the other direction. Yes. But, you know, but and then if you go the other direction, that's where the Wine and Art Festival is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you would turn in the Buck and Bass Cabin area, mm-hmm. and it's going to be right there in a grassy area on the lake this year. Mm-hmm. So we have beautiful scenery. And hopefully the weather will be perfect. Uh, beautiful fall weather in southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. And... If you walk by, and like I says, I there's a, a it's called black and blue uh, yes. wine that comes out of Pheasant Hollow. You can have a little taste of it, and on your second sip, say this is for Chauncey, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> but that is such a, that's such a good one to go to. And but you know you're gonna have live music down there. You're gonna have food vendors. You're, you, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there? Yes, there is. Um, plenty of uh, things to look and see and just bring your lawn chairs and just enjoy the music that will be performing on stage both days during the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a $10 admission fee to get in mm-hmm. um, to enjoy all the festivities. And with that admission fee, you will receive a wine glass. And um, over 21, you will be able to get a wristband for the wine tastings. Woo. So this would be my perfect day at Ren Lake. Get up early. Do a little bit of crappie, a little bit of bass fishing, maybe a little bit of cat fishing out on Ren Lake. Then you come in, you know, about noontime on Saturday or noontime on Sunday, and you go to this festival and you enjoy some wine, you enjoy some food, you listen to music, relax, and then make sure you get a room in the area for the night because you're going to be so relaxed you're not going to want to drive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very fun time with your friends, mm-hmm. um, being at the festival. It's always very enjoyable for people. Exactly. And Jennifer, if I would like to get more information on this festival, where would I go to get it? You can go to our Facebook page. It's Mm -hmm. called Wine and Art Festival at Rin Lake. Or you can call 618-439-4321 and ask for myself, Jennifer. Okay, repeat that number again. 618-439-4321.
Ah. And once again, you can't go wrong because one of the great sponsors of Chauncey's Great Outdoors has been the Ren Lake Area Tourism people, and uh, there's so much to do and so much to enjoy. Go down there, relax, get a room in one of the great hotels down there, do a little fishing, do a little bit of wine tasting, hit the food uh, trucks. It'd be a great day to have fun, and then get up the next morning and drive home. It'll be okay. Jennifer? Yes. <laughs> the next day is a holiday. It's Columbus Day. Oh, my so God. So it's actually a three-day weekend to enjoy. Well, I might have to stay another day and just go fishing some more. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jennifer, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know. And like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Well, we've got a full show. We've done all kinds of stuff. But right now, it's the first Saturday of the month, which means da -da -da, from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, Mr. Tim Mondel. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, buddy. Hey, I always love those introductions. I appreciate it. I don't get those at home, so... I love going on the show no matter what, but yeah. especially for that part. Yeah, but you get the better ones at home. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're potty training. It's the best time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, I mean, first of all, yes, every month of the year I love. I understand that, everybody. But, you know, when we talk October, my toes start to curl. My whole body just starts to absorb to the fall sun, the colors, the program. I mean, there. if you've done nothing all year in the forest preserves, you better get out this month. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. Absolutely. It's a great time. My wife loves this season, too, just like a, a kid's. It, it's nice because you can put on your jacket and go outside. You don't have to worry about being so... Right. Balmy and warm and hot. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, this is a great time to get out the preserves. We're now in fall time. Literal equinox happened. You know, we're, we're excited for the fall color changes, all the pumpkin and straw bale and yeah. fall festivals and everything else like that that, that comes with this time. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, tomorrow, October 2nd, is the, oh, my God, it's the annual <laughs> Arts and Crafts. I can't have another term for it. The Arts and Craft Fair. I know, did you see how I had to stop? <laughs> I understand it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's your favorite. You, you always you talk about it. I remember every October we always talk about this, this festival that goes on at Little Red Schoolhouse down yeah. in the Willow Springs region. Yeah. Um, what time is that? I think it starts at 9 a.m. Um, they're going to be celebrating their 57th Arts and Crafts Fair. Right. Slowly, just like you. Yeah. Um, so in this situation, uh, when folks come on out here to celebrate this day with them, 
They've got local artists. There's usually food and drinks. Um, they're kind of celebrating art in all of its glory. So there's not just the one painting or the one sculpture. It's yeah. a mix of every little thing and how nature inspired that. Exactly. Um, yeah. If you get a chance, definitely go down there and see it. I mean, Little Red Schoolhouse is known as, you know, the Forest Preserves for so long. But in this instance, this event itself really does bring the communities out. So it's a really uh, wonderful time. Yeah. D- 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 what? You go there once, you're going to go every year. I'm telling you right now. Absolutely. Then you got a Voyager, Absolutely. You got a Voyager's program, Adventure Challenge, and the Bussy Four South, I think it is? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So um, I've known Bernie Rupi started the uh, Chicago Voyagers. It's, a, it's a, a teen empowerment program to bring teenagers out to nature in some capacity or another. So... They usually do trips to like the Boundary Waters, Sylvania Wilderness. Sometimes they go out west to the Tetons. But in keeping it local because it's based out of the Palatine Schomburg region, yeah. they do a nature-based obstacle course. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a little different from your turkey trot or your pumpkin run or something else fall-themed. Um, and in this one, which takes place at Bussy, Bussy Wood South, grows. Uh, 12 through 16, so yeah. that's the one closest to Arlington Heights Road in Higgins. Um, they're going to do, like, hay, haystack climbs and rope swings and fire starting. They're going to do obstacle courses with it, too. There's a bevy of different challenges with it, which yeah. would be pretty cool. Cool. And then I know um, it's pretty simple. It's at, And what I like is it's a Dan Ryan Woods, and it's called uh, a bird walk. Bird the bird the preserves. <laughs> Get the teeth running back in there, but I mean, that, that's a that sounds like a fun day, and that's just at the eight a.m. on Wednesday, October fifth. But then you start looking at you know the following weekend, and you know there's programs throughout the week at all the nature centers. There's you know et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then it, on October seventh, which is a Friday the following week, just through to Sunday, is the uh, great event at Schiller Woods. Correct. Yeah, you're referring to the, uh, I think, 69th annual powwow yeah. that's taking place. Yeah, so that, it used to take place at Bussy years ago. Things change, times change, et cetera. And where we sit currently, this is now the second year that they're hosting it at Schiller Woods. Uh, this is in partnership with the American Indian Centers of Chicago, mm-hmm. and it takes place over a three-day period. So, like, there's an education day, yeah. family day, um, if you have the opportunity to just be part of this, it's really uh, something that you're going to take for the rest of your life because you are fully embracing yourself, absorbing yourself into the Native American culture, yep. and the food and, and dancing and um, just perspective from that side of it all. Yep. It's really amazing. Um, so, yeah, any of those days you get a chance to get out there, please go check it out. Schiller's over at Irving Park Road in Cumberland. Yeah. So kind of in the far, far west side of Chicago. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, there's we're, and like there's so much to do in the month of October in the Forest Preserves. I can't go, you know, it's like on and on and on. You know, I know uh, the river, what, uh, Lake Street and Keystone and River Forest, they've got a, a Halloween hoot and howl. Hoot and howl. Hoot and howl. <laughs> And I can say with the snap of the fingers and a little, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do the Halloween hoot and howl. Um, that's on Friday the 7th at 5. Mm-hmm. And then you got to talk a little bit about it, but it's just fall photography, which, yeah. again, being out in, in, in nature during the fall time to see the foliage change is really just mesmerizing. You're going to see a, a bevy of different um, 
fall color walks or fall color experiences. Um, actually, I'm going to talk about something else that you love, too, which is Michelle uh, Matlowitz's River Trails Fall Festival Ooh. over uh, in Northbrook. That's coming up, too, on the 16th, on Sunday the 16th. Oh, I forgot about that. that. Yeah. It's a great time. Um, I work it every year, so that should be great enough to begin with. But in addition, there's things to do. You can take your fall colors walk. You can go on um, uh, a straw bale ride. There, there, you can go pumpkin bowling. I said mm-hmm. that right, pumpkin bowling. Um, find it. It's going to be there. Go and embrace it. It's a really great time. Oh, yeah. I mean, and once again, you know, throughout the week, there are all kinds of programs for, you know, kids and even seniors. There's programs for seniors, but the fall colors this time of year, you have to get out into the forest preserve. There is no excuse. You need to go. Do not pass go. Go. <laughs> you can collect $200, jump over it, and just get out there. Uh, uh, because it's, yeah, exactly. It would be spot on once again. There are things for adults, there are things for kids, there are things for early childhood, for yeah. seniors, and it's all different times of the day and the days of the week. Right. Um, you know, what this department does well, in addition to other things, is I think it identifies where those needs are and where, where the, the, the wants from the public and the community to get mm-hmm. involved with things like that. It's like, okay, well, I work non-traditional hours, so I work Wednesday through Sunday. What days are good for me? Oh, Monday morning, want to come on out for a program? Great. We'll be at, I don't know, Crabtree Nature Center to do uh, a macroinvertebrate study. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that you can do, which to your point again is there are no excuses. Come right. on out. Be part of this. Immerse yourself in it. Yeah. Hey, listen, I was looking at the, the website, and it talks about a referendum coming up. Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, there is a clean air, clean water, and wildlife habitat. Uh, habitat or habitat, depending on. <laughs> I'm having seeking issues yet again today too. Mm-hmm. So, in um, a wildlife habitat protection referendum, um, so it's coming up in November. There are things that, with this referendum, would expand and improve the benefits of the forest reserves and the communities. Mm-hmm. Um, the list is on the website. You can look through it all, but essentially, it's. Acquiring and protecting more land, um, restore and protect the wildlife habitats, maybe increase programs and events for the public, um, get more communities involved, and, you know, and a few other things on there. Maybe Mm -hmm. make more signage, uh, more interpretation available to make people feel even more comfortable and at home and welcomed in the preserve. But, uh, like I said, on the Forest Reserve's website, on the main page, there is a referendum tab if you want to click on it and take a look. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll check that out because we all need to vote yay for the referendum for the forest preserves because it's only getting better and better every day. I'm telling you, people, it's really is amazing. Last but not least, because there's a lot of other programs that all you need to do is go to fpdcc.com to read all the events going on. But October 15th, big holiday for the fishermen. It's the opening of the inland trout fishing season, which you need to have your stamp and your fishing license. Remember that, inland trout stamp. But it's going to be at Axehead Lake, Baloo, Bussy Reservoir in North Pool, uh, Sag Quarry East, Horsetail Lake, and Green Lake in Calumet City. And they're putting in, you know, a couple of thousand pounds on some of these places. You know, a thousand pounds on Horsetail, 850 at Rain, uh, 
at the, what do you call it, the Sag Quarry, 2,700 pounds at Bussey, uh, 1,255 pounds at Axet, 1,000 pounds at Blue Lake, uh, 667 at Green Lake. And uh, these are all, you know, between a half and one pound fish. So that's a bunch of fish. So get out there on the, that day. Do not go early and say, I'm going to sneak in under the wire on the 14th because there's a man with a badge. You're going to say, hello, how you doing? <laughs> Please don't. That's why you hear me laughing like a school child. Yeah. Don't Please do don't do that. Yeah, Absolutely. Don't do that. that disclaimer is out there. Really big, bold letters. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for coming on this week and, and talking about the great outdoors right in our own backyard. I appreciate it every time. You enjoy the full time. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to definitely do it. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the IL Conservation. Dot org. That's ilconservation.org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four. Make your plans. I'll be there. Get them. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. <coughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue with the hands of yellow, the blue gill boogie. Yeah, the blue gill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the blue gill boogie, you can't go wrong. He's a little cousin to the big boss bass. Perfect fish for the kids to catch. Hey, John, thanks much for introducing me. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're excited and had fun with me today because I had a good time today. (laughs) We did a little bit of everything from fishing to dove hunting to wine festivals to outdoor programs. It was a busy day for the first one of the year, okay? But let's start out before we get any further with the Aiden Fishing Report sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. (sighs) 708-798-9700. Great people out there. You can't go wrong. I have to get Aiden's report. I'll hear about it. (laughs) He writes, hey, Papa, thanks for the box of stuff. (laughs) Thanks for the box of stuff. You sent me for my birthday. I'll use it and share with some of my friends, including the new girl in class. Hey, 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 Aiden, watch that. Um, We went to the lookout spot on Lake Michigan and looked, and it was really ugly. I said to Dad, we ain't, he wrote ain't, we ain't going out there. And he said, I agree, Aiden. We did not see any boats going out because the waves are so high. And I mean, they were bigger than me. The anglers that were trolling for salmon in Muskegon Channel, we saw them not catching many fish, but only a few. The pier fishing was slow for most guys and girls out there. We went to Grand Haven then, and the weather were keeping most of the boats in, but we saw one guy wearing glasses catching more salmon than anyone else, and he yelled at me and said, Hey, Aiden. Tell your dad that big fish Brooksy is catching them all. <laughs> That's my good friend in uh, the Grand Haven area. Uh, he, he's a great fisherman. Oh, my God. This guy, he can, he can find a salmon or a bass in a puddle of water. And I yelled, okay. Pier, pier anglers reported an occasional salmon while casting glow spoons when it was dark outside. And that, this report has brought this Report of Aiden's is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue, In Country Club, Illinois. P.S. Papa, really, thanks for all that stuff. I will share it. 
Such a that's a nice kid. Got to give him points. He got that probably from his mother. Uh, <laughs> archery season starts in Illinois today for deer and other states also in the Midwest and around the country for archery. Uh, small game season. Certain ones also started, but always check your state rules and regs because if I were to start listening listing them here, I we would never get the show done. And so you have to be careful of that and make sure you know what the rules are before you go into the great outdoors to do some hunting and stuff like that. That's very important. Snagging for Chinook and coho salmon, though, is permitted from Lake Michigan, Shoreline, in Illinois from October 1st to December 31st. Uh, however, no snagging is allowed at any time within 200 feet of a moored boat or as fit the areas posted. The areas you can do it are Lincoln Park Lagoon, Waukegan Harbor, North Harbor Basin only. The Lincoln Park Lagoon is from the Fullerton Bridge South. North Harbor Basin only in Waukegan, Winnetka Power Plant Discharge Area, Jackson Harbor, Inner and Outer Harbors are the only places in Illinois that you can do that. Hmm, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Ren Lake, your water temperatures are starting to cool down, which has got me excited about a lot of stuff. Um, boy, boy, you men going down there catching some crappie and, and catfish and then going to the wine festival? Sign me up. Uh, <laughs> and this report is on Ren Lake is sponsored by them. And uh, cats are still very good. Bluegills are holding a little bit closer to those rocks now. Uh, upper 40 degrees at night had water cooling down very quickly and crappies seem to be getting excited uh cook county forest preserves on the 15th they're opening it up for trout season we'll have more information for you next week when we interview our good friend mr steve Sillick from the forest preserve district of cook county so let's don't forget that next week we're gonna have a full report on the inland trout season and the lakes and how many pounds they're putting in each one of them so that's very very important okay whoop i hear the flute playing that's right. So that means we're coming to the end of the show. And like always, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from my friend Apensui Majawat. He says, Listen first, or your tongue will make you deaf. Listen first, or your tongue will make you deaf. That's some deep words, Apensui. Got to listen to your, the people around you first and then say something. Don't just say talking without listening first. Good one. I like that one, Apatsui. Good job, good job. Remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we're catching. We really do borrow it all from our children's children's children. Let's make sure we make it better for them than we had it for us. We'll see you next week right here.